0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B 937
3: Well, Tom was just telling us
0: some uh, flirting
3: tips not to do, and that's being the creepy guy at work. But I don't know if it's just guys that are creepy, Tom. I think there's some creepy girls out there, too. Really? Yeah.
4: I never did get to meet any of those. What's the creepiest <laughs> thing
3: that you're willing to confess? They ask people these, and some of them are not too bad, but okay. what's the creepiest thing you're willing to confess? Okay. Do you have
4: any, or do you even know that you're creepy? Okay, I, I've got a picture to show you on my phone. <laughs> okay. I took this in church. All right. Oh, I geez. did not ask permission. And it was because there was a girl at our church who looked just like Taylor Swift. All right. And so I surreptitiously took... This photo. All right. Oh, wow. That does look like Taylor Swift. And I sent it to some friends, uh-huh. and they were like, not going to lie, that's creepy that you took that picture. And I said, that's what her dad said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, this girl looked like Taylor Swift.
3: Okay. You know what? And that, someone mentioned this, a similar thing about yeah. what's creepy about them, is that seeing, um, like, like, like pretending to take a selfie. So you can snap a picture of someone that's very attractive around you. Okay, my, you know, my poker buddies have done that before. Right. Like, you know, they'll take a selfie, but they're actually taking a picture of someone that's still right next to us. So that was a creepy thing that people were, they were willing to admit.
4: Why do your poker buddies do that? Because it is creepy. I did this just to show people how much this girl looks like Taylor Swift. I didn't have any weird ulterior motives. I feel hmm. like your friends are just pervs. <laughs> well, okay some of them are i mean what do they do with that i mean uh, they just but, look but, at her picture and like <laughs>
3: but, but honestly out of all the people in here tori who's the perverted
2: i think there's not really a her. She's a agree. She never I,
3: picks on
1: guy.
2: Okay. Okay. I'm okay if you like pick
4: me. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: I'll
5: be
4: honest. Like,
5: Tom's like, oh, like, <laughs> Pick
2: me.
4: I'm going to be a little upset if you don't. But. You
2: have said some things that are slightly questionable Thank at you. times. Okay. Okay.
3: <laughs> but you know what? Taking a picture of somebody at church, though. <laughs> that was... And that was it, but there was a bit of creepiness to that. There but,
4: was, but it wasn't a kind of a perv creepiness. It was just a lack of respect for privacy. Okay. And I'm
3: hearing this going, God, Tommy, such a
1: perv. And I'm like, have I ever... <laughs> Oh gosh, I have done that. Okay, <laughs> <But> <laughs> right. not the selfie thing. I just act like I'm on my phone.
3: Someone said the creepiest thing. They're willing to confess. They hug people way too long. Like oh my gosh, infant. I
2: yeah don't. Well, I'm an awkward hugger anyway. I always I end up stepping on your toes or whatever else, or I misjudge. Is it like a half hug or a full on hug? So by the time we're actually hugging, I'm way too in my head and awkward about it. So okay, just maybe stay like five feet away just for your fist own safety. Bump, fist yeah.
3: Bump. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But you've had those long ones where you're like, why would you quit? Yeah. Someone said accidentally kissing someone on the lips. Like, what? I guess you're going to get a kiss like on the cheek or something. They
5: Don't they kiss me at all. Like, like I, I, I did so. one time. <laughs> so <laughs> who's
1: to blame on that? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think, know. I uh, think, yeah. Well, I used to work with this guy and I, I was working. and it just, just took an <laughs> interesting <laughs> turn. <I did. laughs> and that's my peripherals. I could see him getting close to me. Yeah. Something come, And I'm like, what's going on? he was going to kiss me on the cheek just to be kind. And you turned. And I turned. Oh, Do you remember oh, that, wow. Hawk?
3: Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> was that me? That okay. was a long time ago. Okay. What were you going to kiss him on the cheek I don't for? know. I was European of you guys. good job. I was, I was being goofy. Yeah, I was just being goofy that morning. Yeah. That was funny, though. Was it a good kiss? He hadn't called me I back. I mean, you know, he's not a bad little
4: kisser. <laughs> I wasn't asking you. Oh, sorry.
3: So what's the creepiest thing that you're willing to confess? And this is where I think the girls come in. Sniffing your own hair or sniffing someone else's hair.
4: Well, it's almost got to be the girls from 90%. of. I could never sniff my own hair. I'm well, not. Yeah, it's you, not long you, enough.
3: Exactly. But yeah. you but see girls sometimes they're over there and they're like, uh, you know, maybe at school or in a college class. And
4: Why is that... Creepy though. They're just checking to see if it needs washing, right?
2: Yeah, I call it the laundry sniff test. Same thing. Like when you smell your clothes to make sure it's clean. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you have that. to be like, did I wash my hair? <laughs> nope.
4: <laughs> Let me smell. It's going to be pretty <laughs> bad if your hair is smelling bad but down that, on the tips.
3: That did look good, creepy though. I mean, it's especially when you got the Mario mustache I mean, yeah, going on. Like, <laughs> yeah,
2: you have to build a little mustache with the ends. It's real fun. We do what it takes to entertain ourselves.
4: But I will say a guy smelling a girl's hair can be very creepy.
2: That is weird. I've had someone do in the workplace yeah. came up and hugged me, which already made me awkward, but okay. then I heard him go, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm locking my door."
4: Uh-huh. It's Did creepy. he like what he smelled?
2: I didn't ask. I didn't want to know. Well, Hopefully not. This
3: is someone else who said that reading over someone's shoulder. Was he reading over your shoulder at the
5: time?
2: No, but I think I told y'all about the guy who an old boss of mine who would lean over and and like scratch himself at my computer what? leaning over me. I thought I told y'all that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So some creepy stuff happens in the workplace. A lot of it in this room.
3: But the boss is (laughs) okay. The boss is (laughs) over there. He's critiquing your work, possibly Mm -hmm. looking and sniffing at the same time. That's why I don't wash
2: my hair. Mm -hmm. It's a deterrent
1: allergies. Okay. You, know, you need detergent. But, but
3: you know what? Reading over someone's shoulder. That, now, there's a Torture Tuesday. We send Cato out to like a Starbucks. You know how people get <laughs> their
4: computers out? <laughs> and you just uh, read over their shoulder. Could you go back to that page for a second? I wasn't done. Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs>
3: All right. Uh, thinking that your significant other's right beside you and accidentally holding the hand of a stranger. Oh, I hate when you
4: talk realtor. to someone and it's like you're, you're talking, you turn and look, and you're like, okay, my wife stopped. 30 yards back and i'm talking to a stranger right now okay.
2: did that with our realtor we were looking at a place i turned around to grab john's like i guess love handle region but i was gonna like show him something yeah. and it was our realtor <laughs> <laughs> and i just looked at him and i was like wrong man This is <laughs> oh
3: so it was a guy yeah oh it was super awkward. i was like this
2: doesn't feel no oh gosh that's, that's not, not him <laughs> the, that's
4: not the love handle i'm used to uh, yeah, caressing no. <laughs> when you said wrong guy who were you thinking of
2: I thought it was John. I uh, turned okay. to grab John to show sure you him weren't something.
4: I was I grabbed, like, I picked the wrong guy or nothing. Never I don't get it
3: I don't get it but finally the, seeing a friend uh, or like on Facebook or something and all of a sudden you're going through their personal album just to see or an old friend that's
4: not creepy
2: and then
3: you know you're digging very deep to investigate what's going on with their life and all that
4: stuff what's they,
2: even worse is when you accidentally like something from like six months yeah, ago yeah
4: they need to establish a degree at which it becomes creepy is it like the second cousin uh, uncle Where at what point are you starting to get creepy what do you mean? Stalking that person.
3: Are you stalking their second uncle now?
4: so It could happen. Okay.
5: Going down the family I mean, tree. You, 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 well,
4: it's just, you click on this one, you click on that one, the next thing you know, you're very
1: far off. Well, the little creepy is being on their page, if you venture off their page to any relative, yeah. you're yeah. now stalking. Tom, wow. you, don't, you don't
3: have to try anymore. We've already given you the creepiest. Yeah. I,
1: to
4: try and, award I was asking the questions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. You
4: know, parents struggle trying to keep a handle on kids with all of the electronics and uh, ways to get on the Internet. I was talking to my son about this last night. I said, you know, Quinn, you're getting to the age where I cannot police you. I cannot know what you're doing online all the time. I can only trust that you've learned right and wrong Mm -hmm. and that you make good decisions. And I was Reading today, this is going viral. There's a family who's having a tougher time with this and and trusting their kids than me. Okay. Uh, This girl posted a contract that her parents made her 15-year-old sister sign in order to let her have a cell phone for her job. Okay. And she wasn't allowed to disagree with any of these things in the contract or she would not get the phone. I'm just skimming through here. Page one has 14 rules. Oh, my goodness. Uh, There's a total of 22 rules and Mm -hmm. a list of consequences if the rules are broken.
3: So they can't keep track of it. She signs a contract. If they find out at any time that she breaks one of these rules, there's consequences.
4: That's correct. Now, Mm -hmm. some of the examples here, I will hand my phone to one of my parents promptly at 6.30 p.m. every school night. Okay. And every weekend night at uh it looks to be about the same 6 30 well,
3: i will say that is a, that's because it's oh. a hard time for to them for them to police that if you have that set rule i have uh, friends where they have to turn in their phones all okay. the kids
4: do Eight thirty is weekends okay uh and they will get it back at 8 a.m on whatever days so uh i will not send or receive naked photos ever hmm. i understand there could be serious legal consequences blah 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 initial here I will never search for anything that I wouldn't want my grandma finding out about. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. You need to know your grandma. Well, it's true. So you. you never yeah. know about she grandma. She rowdy. <laughs> she might not be that easily upset. Uh, I understand that my behavior on my phone can impact my future reputation, even in ways that I cannot predict or see.
3: And I think that's where I think a lot of teenagers may not realize that. They can right. do one little slip, and yep. it can just mess up your life.
4: I will tell my parents if I receive suspicious or alarming phone calls or text messages from people I don't know. I will also tell my parents if I'm being harassed by someone on my cell phone.
3: I think it might be a good idea. Just I mean, you might just tell your kids, "Hey, I have cameras in every room of this house." Oh my
4: God! <laughs> you have DSS coming in real quick. Yeah. You have them in the bathroom, sir. Um, uh, let's see here. When I'm my old enough, I won't text and drive. Um, I understand it's dangerous and stupid. I will turn off silence or put my phone away in public, especially at restaurants or movies or while speaking with another human being because I am not a rude person. Now,
3: are you reading these because you think they're ridiculous? Well, you know what? They actually sound pretty good so far. Okay. Okay.
4: (laughs) They get a little (laughs) crazier as they go along. Yeah. I will never use my phone to bully or tease anyone, even if others think it's funny. Uh... See, at age 12, upon receiving my device, I understand that I may only have my mom and dad in my contacts. That must have been earlier. At age 14, I understand I can now add contacts with friends that are of the same orientation as myself. I think they meant gender. Uh, I understand I can have additional contacts each year, and I must keep my parents informed of my location, which the phone will do that for her. Okay. Uh, But it goes on, and uh, honestly... I, I understand what they're trying to do.
3: I think it's it's preparing her for the adult world. How many contracts have we had to sign? or we had the to thing. pay it, like a mortgage or whatever we have to sign, and we have to abide by the rules that we've signed. The
2: thing is though, how many of them do you actually read? I have signed so
3: many contracts yeah, I don't read. That's true. You got the agree, like I agree on all that stuff yep. online and stuff. I'm like, I ain't going to read that. It's too much work. Uh-huh. So here are
4: the consequences. First time violation, loss of the device for three days. It looks like they scratched out six, so she was able to negotiate that down to three.
2: Good for her.
4: Second time, loss of the device for a week and a sit-down discussion. Third time, loss of the device that I broke the rule with for two weeks in a sit-down discussion. Fourth time, lost a device I broke the rule with until further notice. In order to regain use of the device, I should be able to make a clear case about what will be different moving forward. I know that this phone is not a right. It is a privilege that can be taken away. Tom, we just told you we don't read this stuff, all well, right? Now you so. <laughs> did.
1: <laughs> all that sounds good, but it, it, it doesn't matter. They're going to sign that for their parents. They're yeah. going to do whatever they want to do Probably. anyway. The parents aren't really going to care. And how many parents really take the phone for that
4: long. I agree with one thing I back. liked about it. Is it made them at least acknowledge those things. They had to sign by each one. I mean, so they are, <laughs> are at least in the back of their mind. They're aware of some of these things and what can happen.
2: My future kids are always going to win this. Cause I'm going to say, I'm taking your cell phone and then my anxiety will kick in and I'll be like, well, I need to know you're safe. So take it back. Don't text anyone else though. I'm going to get ran over as a parent. As,
4: as someone who thought I knew exactly what I was going to do. Two things happened. One, I had kids in reality turned out to be very different than I thought. Mm-hmm. But two, the world changed around me. Yeah. What was, when I was growing up, was nothing like what you encounter now.
3: Heck, I have my kids. They set my phone up for me.
4: <laughs> Do they give you privileges <laughs> yeah. if you have to sign a contract? Exactly. <laughs> They're like, fine. Dad, if you lock yourself out more than three times yeah. a month, you're going to have to go back to trading. That's
0: where I am, y'all. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Hawk and
3: Tom Show on B93.7. Well, Tom, you just shared a story with us, and you were reading as you were sharing the story, and you did say some uhs and ahs during
4: that. Yeah, it's because I was reading ahead and trying to understand what I was going to say next. but, but,
3: But you know what? Those filler words that you are using makes you more thoughtful. You're more thoughtful. Thank you. And that's what they say according to this research. Just in this business, it's unprofessional. <laughs> well, you, and you hear or you see a lot of people telling you when you are doing speaking engagements not to say "uh" and no, all just pause.
1: Yeah, uh, that's Radio School. It's just you pause. Learn, yeah. But,
3: well, well, uh, I know you didn't <laughs> go. Well, no, didn't it pay attention. We all say <laughs> "uh" and all oh. But do you know someone who uses tons of filler words such as mmm, like, you know, and I mean? When it comes to ums and m mm, uhs, what do you use most when it comes to U-M or U-H? Because uh, there is a normal um, to this. And there you go. <laughs> um, um. I F- don't know. 58% of the people use um. um Interesting. Instead of uh, because uh, they say, 42% said uh. Because they thought that the, that's a less intelligent sounding word, uh, instead of. But it's how hmm. you say it. And
4: if you're like, well, I've been thinking about this and uh, I believe so and so. Okay. doesn't sound as dumb as when you go, uh. <laughs> <laughs>
5: that's
3: <laughs> true. That is true.
4: And, um, could sound dumb if you're like, hey, buddy, you want to, um, come over to my house?
3: Well, they <laughs> say if you use these words a lot, um, it turns out those people are full of complex thoughts and they're thinking about other people as they are speaking or giving themselves time to come up with the correct word they they want to use now all through this conversation i'm just it's kind of like when you talk about staring at somebody I'm thinking about uh, us and ahs and trying not to use them at all right now. I was listening to you to say, waiting for you to say one of those words
1: that I didn't even hear what you said. (laughs) (laughs) You did did good. Thank you.
4: Maybe because he's saying that you sound less thoughtful if you don't use them. And I don't think he used any of them.
3: Well, we use those to for a moment to collect our thoughts when we use the ums and ahs also to prevent the listener. From starting to speak. Exactly. Because you still have something
4: you want to say or get out or to express. It's like a shield. It keeps the other person from jumping in.
1: See, I usually just say, I'm not through talking yet. So, But see, you <laughs>
4: say that because someone's already jumped in yeah. because you didn't block them. You're yeah.
1: like, excuse me. Yeah. I got something else to say, I, y'all. I, I, I've done that. I'm like, oh, hold up. I'm not done yet. But that it's, just
4: basically takes the whole conversation to another place. It does. As, but if you had just blocked it with an uh, everything would have been smooth. Well, and uh, this uh, information <laughs> shows that people... Use these fillers are
3: more likely to be a person like a personality traits or the conscientiousness of the conversation and what's going on. So not only are they using it to get their thoughts and words out, but they also consider the other person because they don't want them to speak. You know, while they are getting out their information and. Uh, did that not make sense? Uh, what? Okay. <laughs> so these people, they're more thoughtful of the other person in the conversation. Hogwash.
4: They're deliberately blocking them out yeah. from you to jump in.
2: That's what it sounds like. they thoughtful of themselves. Yep.
4: Well, okay.
3: Okay.
2: I'm thinking of you and how I don't want you to talk.
3: Okay. And, and rephrasing whatever they're trying to communicate to share their opinions with that person. Correct? okay uh. Uh. for me you know what i'm just I, hey ooh, i'm just i start making sound effects just to throw you off and point at you
1: hey what gets me is when i'm telling something and the next thing out of someone's mouth that i just told the story to has nothing to do with my story they're not
3: listening
4: to you i, yeah. I don't
1: think my mom does this often yeah i'll be on the phone with her and i'll say something and all of a sudden she'll talk about gas prices as she's driving by a gas (laughs) station so
4: hawkeye was on the other day about how (laughs) well as they do say
3: we, we have two ears and one mouth so we should listen more and speak less if we want to learn a lot of times my kids will be talking i'm like hey you can't learn anything if you're talking so a lot of people they is this in the middle of a story? <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, she
3: can't learn anything. My, I say my words are valuable, and they've caught onto that, and they're like, "Well, mine are too, Dad." <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I'm glad I don't have kids. I know. But but a lot of times though, you're right. Uh, people don't listen enough they don't. and they don't pay attention to what you're trying to say. Mm-hmm. They just want to move along or they have they're thinking, about, especially when you're arguing. You're trying to win the argument or whatever, they're thinking about what they want to say next instead of what's coming out of your mouth. Exactly. And they're looking at you in a blank stare, you know? That's cuz they're trying to think of something good to say to outwit you and win that conversation. And it usually does not work that way. Okay. Well, and then if I get stumped, I'm just going to go, uh, just stare at you. I don't think anyone's
1: listening to us right now, Hawk. What if you just wanted to shut up? You say my words Walk are valuable, away. too. I just, I'm asking for a friend. It's an A-B conversation. See your way out
4: of it. Tori, <laughs> you want to go talk somewhere else?
2: <laughs> Aw. You're only talking uh, about okay. us.
4: <laughs> oh. oh. I don't know what else to say. It's a good thing we don't
2: communicate for a living.
4: I know, right? (laughs) It's a sad thing that we do.
3: Well, we're going to count our uhs and ums tomorrow here on the Hawk and Tom Show and give you how many times we say that. (laughs) Have you seen gas prices lately? Hey, that's what
4: your mom does.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7.
4: We've had some interesting people on the show. We interviewed a mortician once and had some cool questions for him. Yeah. There is a very interesting thing going online right now that's gone viral of a autopsy technician. Ah. And he has answered some questions about what they do during autopsies. Okay. And I found a couple of them rather fascinating I want to share with you this morning. All right. Now, don't worry. This isn't going to get too gross or anything. It's just... Uh, Just interesting questions people have about what happens when someone's being autopsied.
1: But, you know, bad enough, this is a Monday, but this is the second time you've talked
4: about death. Is it? Because it feels like death. uh, I'm
1: like, are you preparing for something that we should know about?
4: I just feel like on a Monday, it's the perfect day to talk about
5: death.
4: (laughs) Um, You may remember your mom told you if you swallowed gum, it would last in your stomach for seven years or Mm -hmm, some nonsense like that. Well, they asked the autopsy technician whether that was true or not, and he says that it is not true, that he has almost never seen gum in anyone's stomachs, and the few times he has, it was fresh, and they had just been chewing it.
1: How did you know? Did it still have its yeah. flavor?
4: Yes. <laughs> he still his flavor. it still had its flavor. Bubblicious. <laughs> um, he, he says if it was true, he would find it in there a lot, and he's almost never found gum in their stomachs. Right, right. Um, The other interesting question I saw that he was asked was, what piercings are removed during an autopsy? If someone has piercings, do they remove them if they're being, you know, autopsied to see what caused their death? And he says that all of the piercings stay with the body except one. Huh. Which one do you think comes out? uh there's a lot to choose from right
2: the dermals like i've seen people get mm. dermals in their uh chest and they've got to open the chest
4: okay that's a good point uh he did oh. not mention that so though. they like they're in
2: like yeah, it's on an the implant chest.
5: yeah
4: wow. that would make sense because if they got to cut them open
5: yeah
4: um maybe they only remove those if they specifically need to get to that area how about the belly button not the belly button okay. ring nose not the nose ring hmm. says it's the tongue ring He says he has to remove the entire tongue to check for drugs and to make sure the person didn't bite down on their tongue because that could indicate something about their cause of death. To me, it seems like he could just look at it instead of taking it out. I would rather not have my tongue cut out for no reason. Other than to just see if I... But they don't
3: cut out all tongues. No, this is an autopsy. Oh,
4: well, okay. They don't autopsy everybody. Okay, that's true. I want to so. be
2: able to talk people's ears off when I get to heaven. How am I going to do that if he cuts my tongue out?
4: <laughs> You'll wow. be fine. You'll yeah, be fine. Man. I'm pretty sure that wouldn't be heaven. <laughs> that would be something else for, for them. For it
2: might be. <laughs> well, if you're there, you're in the
4: same place we're at. Well, yeah, and you
3: know what I saw a statistic about women? And they say 25% of women say they have hidden piercings. Okay. That they don't disclose to people.
4: Okay. Hmm. So, (laughs) Tori.
2: (laughs) I mean, my belly ring, but it's not there anymore. It's just a lovely gaping hole because it doesn't heal. Why
4: did you have yours um, (laughs) removed?
2: I don't know. I just got to the point where I would look down and I'd be like, this is not cute anymore on my tummy because I'm not the girl to say no to tacos. So
4: <laughs> My <laughs> wife made me take mine out. Yeah, I really <laughs> liked my belly button ring.
1: Well, for health reasons, we thought it was going to pop any moment <laughs> yeah. in this <a> <laughs> room. Take yeah. somebody's eye out. Exactly. That's yeah. not why
4: she made me remove it. She said your kids shouldn't have to grow up with a dad who has a belly ring.
3: I mean, <laughs> we watched Tom's belly uh, ring for years because it's almost like when you're at a birthday party and someone's blowing up that balloon just <laughs> too much. And you're like,
4: oh, it's going to pop.
3: Oh, it's today's the day. It's going to pop. But, but Tori,
4: I think you're mistaken. Mine is healed. It does not have an opening anymore. I yeah. don't
2: believe, I don't understand how yours is healed and mine hasn't. His whole belly
4: button's sealed up. <laughs> okay. I, you know I have ear piercings.
3: Yeah. And they, they didn't heal up. Where? On
4: my ear. On I my, well, yeah. I knew
1: that. Duh.
5: Right <laughs> I don't yeah. see
1: it. You don't? No. I could still poke an earring through mine, too. Yeah, I can feel it. My nephew got his ears pierced, and I told him, I said, well, I'm going to put mine back in. He goes, you had your ears pierced? I'm like, yeah, and my nose nipple tongue. <laughs> <laughs>
3: wow, you got some secrets, too. You don't Is your
1: nipple ring still open? Like, could you get something in it? I uh, know, not that. So it healed done. up. Yeah, it's, it's larger than the other, but uh, <laughs> the nipple's a little larger.
4: <laughs> I got to see that.
1: But, um uh, uh-huh. But, yeah, I think I still get my ears in. I don't know about my nose ring. I don't know if I'd attempt that.
4: And that's which nostril?
1: Right side? It's on my nose.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I
5: guess that's.
1: I don't know. There's a little dindention. Yeah,
2: you yeah, got me wanting to know if I, I think can it's get my your belly right ring. In. Side.
3: I was too scared to do the nose ring, so I just let my nose hairs grow into a ring into the other <laughs>
1: nostril. Well, and it's funny because I was talking to my niece and nephew, and they were like, yeah. "Why did you get all these piercings?" I'm like, "They all were for work. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. tortured Tuesday. Me <laughs> <true. It Except, laughs> too, except the nose. Yeah. And that was just a happy hour going wrong. Yeah. You did your tongue, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, he did his tongue. I, I remember that. Damn. That was yeah. horrible. Yeah, that was just yeah.
4: horrible. Um, That (laughs) looks so
1: painful. I I, yeah, until I chipped a tooth, then I took it out. Okay. Yeah. And the nipple ring I took out when I caught a washcloth oh. on it in the shower. I
4: thought you were going to say when someone else chipped a tooth. <laughs>
3: it's like, you'd be like a little put your keys on it. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: it, was, <laughs> it hurt.
3: It was sore. Oh my, my, gosh. my mom was telling me a story. My dad didn't oh want God. her to get piercings. Oh, my gosh. At all. <laughs> you're you're going to tell us about your mom's no, piercings? Not, no, not when, <laughs> this is when she was younger. She don't have any piercings now Okay, that I know good. of. <laughs> and if, if she did.
4: It's they, hidden. They,
3: yes.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: but she snuck and had someone do it for her. Like she just like bit down on a bullet and had somebody do it. Pierce Oof. what? Pierce her ears. Okay. And she grew her hair long forever and my dad didn't know she had piercings for years.
2: I did that in eighth grade. A girlfriend of mine with ice cube yeah, and I had yep. a potato in my mouth and yeah. she just poked it right uh-huh. on through. That's I, what
1: happened. I uh, poked my own ear hole without any
4: ice or anything. My it's brother a
2: competition, Cato. <laughs> I did. I had a lot of drinks though.
4: My brother came home and he had apparently been drinking and he at some time woke up his earring came out. He put it back in, but not in the original hole. Oh, oh my God. My mom came in and he was all bloody. She's like, What happened? And he had two holes instead of oh, on one.
5: Wow. That's pretty drunk. Yeah, yeah
1: that's yeah. why i got three holes in one there. wow <laughs> <laughs> impressive okay
3: so uh, well, that's something uh,
5: interesting yeah
1: thanks for Just, sharing tom yeah send us your pictures of your piercings
0: <laughs> <laughs> hawks mom yeah, no, no
5: no i do
3: not want to see that mama
1: me either
0: okay. <laughs> it's the hawk and tom show on v
3: 93.7 okay so you women you really are obsessed with that gray hair that you have maybe might be one might be two i'm kind of curious story when are you going to get your first gray hair
2: i've got them it's called hair da
3: oh lots oh, of it so you you dye it gray hair yeah. dye okay i <laughs> <laughs> said hair da well there's that moment that everybody in life they spot that first little gray hair and Ooh. then they mm-hmm. you know you panic and they freak out about their mortality and when they're going to die
4: My wife was pretty tripped out. She was like, oh my God, because she prematurely has a few gray hairs, and she totally just freaks out about that.
3: Well, you know what? It's kind of funny that your hair color makes a difference in this area. Right. So listen up, girls. It's going to be fun.
4: (laughs) (laughs) The armpit. (laughs) Whoa. whoa, whoa.
3: (laughs) They found the average woman spots her first gray hair at what age? 26.
4: 35. That was close. Uh,
2: Finally, I'm ahead of the curve.
4: Okay.
3: Now, the hair color matters because redheads, they spot their first gray hair at age 30. 30? Really? I did not expect them to be, like, ahead of that. Yep. If you're a redhead, you're going to spot it at 30. So that's the worst in this survey that they have. Uh, Women with brown or black hair spot theirs at age... 33. 32.
2: 22 for me. <laughs> that was the first time I saw one. Really? Yeah. Aww. Mm-hmm. 22. Well, right.
3: they say your job makes a difference. I'll get to that in just a second. Um, blondes, they don't see their first gray hair until... 38. 40. 35. Wow.
2: Well, 35. well it blends. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: And that's why it's their hair is so light. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, even with you, Tom, you have blonde hair. Thank you. So... <laughs> Um, 88% of women say they dye their gray hair, Mm -hmm. but why would you dye your hair gray? They dye their gray hair.
4: Oh, to a different color. (laughs) Yeah. You should have said so.
3: I did. (laughs) Anyway, by the age of 68, women finally stopped uh, battling that fight or fight that battle. 68,
4: you're almost 70 and you're finally like, I guess I'll admit I have gray hair.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's what they're saying. That's a pretty
4: long battle. Like We knew long before then that you were getting old.
3: Most women don't even <laughs> remember their gray hair or, or their uh, hair color, natural hair color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So uh, <laughs> here's where work comes into play. Late nights or in the entertainment industry, <laughs> they tend to need hair dye earliest at age 27. So you're in the entertainment industry, mm-hmm. Tori. That's mm-hmm. maybe why yours became gray earlier. I was... Will putting up with people like us.
2: I was going to say, I have had some more gray hairs pop up recently.
3: Okay. <laughs> Did you say late nights? Late night, yeah, women that work late night shifts.
4: Okay. Yeah.
2: And <laughs> entertainment
4: <laughs> industries the other thing That's on That's what that. they said, yeah. I wonder why late nights does that. Maybe it affects your circadian rhythm. That, ex- that
1: explains my... Uh, Early gray hair, those late nights. Okay, well, <laughs>
3: call center workers are usually resist the, the, getting their hair dyed until like mid-30s because they don't have to for some reason, people that work call center Because no one sees them. They're on a phone. Okay, but they're still having to put up with somebody complaining about some product or something, don't you think? But they're at like, it, like a job stressful. where it doesn't
4: matter. They don't have to dye it.
2: I wonder if therapists have to dye their hair sooner. Can you imagine just sitting listening to people's problems all day long?
4: I don't know, Tori. How do you feel about that?
2: I feel like I need to go get some hair dye.
4: <laughs> Why do you feel that way? Oh. I would not want you to be my therapist, <laughs> Tom. Oh, my. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want me to be your therapist, Tom? Be-
3: because, man, you got your own issues like to figure out first before do you, you think do think the mind? therapists <laughs> don't have uh, issues?
4: What? I know therapists, and a lot of them have huge issues of their own. Okay. It's not <laughs> uncommon.
3: And they're telling us how to figure
1: out mm-hmm. our home.
4: Exactly. Because hmm. it's easy to spot someone else's problems.
1: But, you know, I think with any job, you can walk out at 5 o'clock or when the office hours are over and never think about your job until the next day. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't.
3: Yeah. Well, <laughs> unless it's on Mondays. You do stress about
5: torture Tuesdays. Don't think next it,
3: I don't. You don't? Because <laughs> it ruins my Monday. I okay. mean, Mondays are fun. <laughs> You're going
1: to have a day ruined.
4: It seems to me Monday's a good day to
1: ruin. It's Sunday. Actually, Sunday is when I sit at home washing clothes and catching up, ready going. There's no worse uh, feeling than sitting like an
3: alarm clock on your cell phone or on your alarm clock for that next, for Monday morning. Yeah. It's, it's my set. I don't by, have to set it. By midday Sunday, you're like in that mood. Just yeah. mad. Yeah. you Stop saying Nothing on TV. That'll give you gray hair
5: There's right no day. happy hour.
4: Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've NASCAR. You've missed, you've
1: missed brunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, what do you do? Just go on to bed at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. We How
4: we do you feel people? about that, K.O.?
3: <laughs> Tom wants all of us to lie down on the couch over there. <laughs> Let me lay down. Bro.
0: Dog pile! <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on e V93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue.